Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rome Business Radio. My name is Roger Manus. We are coming to you from the Rome News Tribune, our studios here in downtown Rome, Georgia. And just to lay the uh, lay the the groundwork for you here, what Rome Business Radio is all about is connecting people in Rome and Northwest Georgia to discuss business, share their stories, tell what they're about, so they can inform you, the listener, about their businesses and how you can get in contact with them, but also just to uh, uh, grow more familiar with each other in a business community. So again, thank everybody for joining us. Our guest today are uh, Stephen Bennett, a practicing attorney here in Rome. How are you doing, Stephen? Doing great. And we are also joined by T.J. Cochran, a local country music musician. How are you doing, T.J.? I'm doing well. Well, thank both of you guys for coming here. Now, this may seem like an eclectic mix, an attorney and a country music artist, um, but you both were also recently honored Best of Rome in the uh, in the event held by the Rome News Tribune. So congratulations to both of you for that. Thank you. Um, all right, uh, Stephen, let's start with you, the attorney. Um, tell me a little bit about your practice and your background in law and what it is you, you focus on here in Rome. Uh, I focus mainly uh, three primary areas, uh, personal injury, which uh, consists mainly of automobile collisions. Uh, I also do domestic relations, which is uh, divorces and custody actions. Uh, also do a good bit of uh, juvenile court work, which is uh, there are two types there, delinquencies and dependencies. So TJ, are you paying attention? Because it sounds like there's a lot of fodder for country music in what he does every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get his number. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your background, TJ, and how you got into, into country music performing. So, um, it's a very long story, but I'll cut it real short. So I've been playing guitar, singing, that sort of thing uh, since I was probably about 10 years old. Went to one guitar lesson, learned to play guitar myself after that. Um, wow. It wasn't up. That in, in itself is impressive. <laughs> yeah. Up and up until that point, I was pretty shy. and I'm still pretty shy as of today. Um, I never played music in front of anyone at any type of venue up until 2018. It was around uh, July. There's a place called MJ's in Rome. It's where the Opie's used to be. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. Right. So uh, someone messaged me on Facebook, said, hey, I remember in high school you played guitar. Would you like to come uh, play for us? I thought, yeah. And they were, I was like, uh, when would you like me to come? She's like, well, we've got an opening Saturday night in two weeks if you'd like to do that. And I'm like, oh, man, I would love to, but I don't know how to play four hours worth of songs. So uh, long story short, I wrote a ton of songs over my lifetime and uh, posted stuff on Facebook. And one night I was – my wife – tends to not listen to me anymore <laughs> and uh one night in my kitchen i started writing a song and it was uh started with out of style got no lift on your truck which makes absolutely no sense still today um woke up the next morning and had about 700 shares on my facebook page it was a song i called wrote uh called rome georgia and um pretty much that inspired me to start playing in front of people and had the opportunity to travel around uh, uh, so, so it's kind of snowballed from there. You mentioned Rome, Georgia, one of the, which is again, where we're broadcasting from, um, Stephen, you born and raised in Rome as well. Floyd County, Pepperell high school graduate and, and law school, uh, John Marshall in Atlanta. And so Rome just called you home to practice law. Well, my father was a practicing attorney here and I came in and, uh, joined in with him and, uh, he's now wrapping up his practice and retiring. So it's just going to be me. Uh, any confusion with the uh, last name and the Stevens and the Steve? How did y'all work all this out? <laughs> well, we were both Steve up until the time that I graduated from uh, law school. And then when we started sharing space, uh, 
I had to become Steven. He had dibs on Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a junior, uh, but you're not technically a junior. Y'all just share a name. TJ, you're you're a junior. That's what the J is for. Yes. T is for Todd. Okay, so Todd Junior became TJ. You got into music and what this great lyric you mentioned the song Rome Georgia that just kind of happened organically with your wife. Uh, top left corner. Uh, as a descriptive way of where Rome is located, how do these how does these these words and lyrics come to a songwriter? Well, I'm not going to say I started the trend because no one would believe me, but um, I went to Pepper High School as well, <laughs> and I told my mom when I graduated, I said I'm getting a tattoo when I turn 18. She said, No, you're not, and I said, Yes, I am. So I went and seen a guy in Lindale of all places to get a tattoo, um, and got a. No one can hear, no one can see this, but I got a tattoo with a music symbol located in the top left corner where Rome is. Right, it's and everyone on, it's on your said, left forearm. For yeah. those listening, and people said, "Why in the world would you get the state of Georgia tattooed on your arm?" And this has been eleven years ago. And uh, I said, "I don't know. I just thought it looked cool when I play the play music around the world. People, I can just point to my arm and say, this is where I'm from.' And so now everyone has those on hats and everything, you know." But mine looked dumb back in the day. So. We'll, we'll make sure we take a picture of that so that people who want to see it can go to the Rome Business Radio X Facebook page, which will accompany the podcast so they can see the picture. Okay. Of but would you mind, you have your guitar here with us. Would you mind giving us a little bit of Rome, Georgia? Um, yeah. Just so people can get a little bit of taste of it and they can see the, they can see and listen to the entire thing on, on YouTube, correct? Yeah, YouTube or any online platform that offers music, Apple Music, all that stuff. That'd be TJ Cochran, Rome, Georgia. Just give us a little taste if you don't okay. mind. Out of style, got no lift on your truck Z71, I take a girl across the line To a drive-in movie Football's all that matters in this town You rock on the state That Lindale train will make your beep run late I'm from the top left corner A little town called Rome, Georgia Where the lights come on at night They might be blue, they might be white You fall in love and you buy a lock You marry your high school sweetheart And everybody's got a reason to stay Yeah, and I'm proud to be And I'm proud to say that I'm from her own Georgia. Very good. Thank you. Tough act to follow, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> Stephen, can you do something from your latest album? <laughs> yeah. Uh, key of E. Yeah. Key of E, all right. <laughs> Is that a key? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know keys. So <laughs> oh, okay. You can ask uh, my band about that. Well, that, well, that was fantastic. So, Thank again, you. YouTube, TJ Cochran, or any other platform uh, to hear the rest of that and some other songs, we'll, we'll circle back around. Um, you have pride in being from Rome, Georgia, and it manifested itself in song. Talk about, Stephen, your your business relationship and, and having your practice here where you grew up as well. How special is that to you? Well, it's been it's been great. My family's all from uh, Rome. They've been here uh, since the turn of the century. Uh, have many connections to uh, many other families and businesses here in Rome, and it's just been a, a natural progression to, to stay here in Floyd County. How long have you been practicing? 25 years now. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> what, what makes a successful attorney? I run into people every week that say, I should have been an attorney. I'm great at arguing. <laughs> and I don't 
think I don't do much arguing in my practice. I think what uh, makes a good attorney is probably two things. One, you have to be able to think quickly on your feet, and two, it's the the art of compromise or offering different ways to see things because when you're having divorce negotiations or negotiating uh, a car wreck case or something, you're trying to reach a compromise and you're trying to get what's best for your client. And that's not always going to court. Right. Uh, So you're also kind of a counselor and therapist and lawyer all rolled into one, I guess, right? Kind of, sort of. Well, whether you want to be or not, it would, it would be nice just to be the lawyer. But uh, when people come in with a divorce, this is a, you know, next to losing a, a family member, uh, it's probably the most stressful time in their life, and they want to tell you their story about what's going on and what they want, what their outcome that they want to get out of it is. How can people find out about your practice or contact you? Well, of course, my uh, website, it's uh, stephenvbennett.com. It has some uh, general information uh, about my practice. Uh, if uh, people that are involved in uh, automobile collisions, uh, we have a brochure that uh, if you'd like to uh, a copy of that, you can call my office, uh, phone number 706-235-0005. We'll be happy to send you a copy of that. It has some basic information. And uh, if you'd like to after that, uh, give us a call and uh, we'll either come to you or you can come to the office and we'll talk about your case. All right. TJ, um, I asked him the question of what makes a successful attorney. What makes a successful singer-songwriter? When do you know that you've honed in on that jewel of a song that's ready ready to go i think if we all knew the answer to that we'd probably be on the radio (laughs) so i wouldn't say i necessarily know the answer to that what i always say is um and if anyone that listens to my music um actually listens to the lyrics of my songs i try not to write to be popular i try to write from my heart so every song that i write normally can associate with me in some sort of way now you're married with a couple of kids, right? Yes. So as a, it's got to put food on the table. Yes. So you work a job and you're you're pursuing this singer songwriting performing dream. So you're a small businessman. Yes. <laughs> so uh, tell me what your perspective is about trying to run a business for yourself to get a career going like you want. Um, it's it's mainly just being um dedicated, consistent, or I guess persistent. You know, uh, in the music business. Um, you get told no a lot, you know, and, uh, I don't even know how to answer this question to be quite honest with you. I'm sorry. Well, it's just, it's just, um, your craft is the singer songwriting, Mm -hmm. but yet you've also got to worry about how you get your name out there and run different facets of that. So how do you market yourself? I guess would be another way to approach it. Sure. Um, mostly, uh, Facebook has always kind of been my jewel, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Facebook's kind of what made my start. Um, Instagram, I, I post on there as well, but I'm not, I don't know how the hashtags work. Right. So I think, I think I'm a little, maybe my age is past the hashtag stage. So I keep it simple on Facebook. So that's, that's pretty much where I market all my stuff. I have a business page on there and my personal page and word of mouth when people see and hear and share and things like that. Yes. I've been, I've been truly grateful and, and fortunate enough now to where all my local stuff that I play, um, most of the time I'm asked to play versus having to reach out, which is a, great pleasure but i you know to get shows i still reach out to out of out of town out of state and that sort of thing um okay um um steven what do you do to market yourself i've been in practice now as i said 25 years and 95 percent of 
the business that I have is repeat customers or, or referrals. Uh, otherwise, my of course, my website. And uh, uh, shout out to the Rome News Tribune. We also do advertising through the Rome News. That's probably our, other than word of mouth, that's probably our number one source. Now, you mentioned earlier that you're – Bread and butter, I guess, it would be the horrible way to say this because you're dealing with real people and real problems. But personal injury tends to right. be a large portion of your business. So what can you tell us about that? Well, it is the majority of my business. Uh, I think the the biggest question we always get on personal injury cases is, is uh, one, do I have a case? And two, what's it worth? Uh, there are three things that they taught us in law school you have to have to have a personal injury case. One, you have to have a negligent party that has injured you. You have to have damages, which those are often in the forms of in the form of medical expenses, lost wages, pain and suffering. And what's overlooked most of the time and, and probably the most important element is you have to have someone who can pay those damages. Right. And uh, we have some uh, insurance, financial responsibility laws in Georgia, but uh, as most uh, personal injury attorneys do, I consider those minimal, and there's a lot of times not enough insurance to compensate people. So part of my job also is uh, trying to tap into other forms of insurance and uh, exploring other coverages, uh, trying to get people the uh, compensation they deserve for their injuries. Yeah, You mentioned um, pain and suffering and things like that. When should somebody come see you? I suggest they come as soon as they can. Right, okay. Uh, people often make the mistake of uh, – the insurance companies are usually going to be calling a couple of days after the crash because they want to get the property damage settled and stop storage and that type thing. But uh, people aren't, sometimes people are under medication. They're not thinking well. And what you have to realize is anytime an insurance company calls you, they're recording your conversation. And I've had many clients that are making benign comments that they don't think, uh, would harm them, but it winds up hurting their case down the road oh, as far as liability or in- injuries are concerned. Uh, also, the quicker we can get on the case, uh, it's imperative that we talk to eyewitnesses as soon as we can and get their recorded statements. Um, so most of my clients probably come in two or three months after the collision. I'd prefer they come in two or three days. Okay, that's good to know as well. Um, have you handled any interesting divorce cases that might inspire TJ to write a hit song? <laughs> well, that's that's one of the things about practicing law. I, every week, I, I think I've seen it all, <laughs> and uh, I'm proven wrong every week. I, I haven't seen it all. Uh, I could probably, me and TJ could probably take a few minutes after here and uh, whip out a hit song <laughs> right quick. Uh, need to talk royalties on my portion. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, well, speaking of songs, uh, you've got a, a song out stuck in the middle, TJ. Yes, and it's about. It's about divorce, right? From the perspective of a child. Yes. Uh, would you mind giving us a little bit of a what inspired you to write it? Um, sure. So, um, first off and foremost, because my parents will probably listen to this podcast. Okay. My parents are great parents. Okay. My parents are not bad parents. So, if you watch the music video, I told them to run with it however they wanted to. So, um, but we all know divorce is nasty, and uh, it doesn't matter how great your parents are. They turn into different people when they go through a divorce. And this song was inspired from me, kind of going back to my childhood and how I felt at at that moment. So I'll just, uh, I'll sing a little line in the chorus for you. Okay, thank you. And every other weekend, 
my birthday in holidays. Who's gonna get me from school? Who's gonna buy me something cool? Who owes who money? Who ain't cashed a check? And who won't give a damn if they ain't seen me yet again? So I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, sometimes I just wanna run away and hide. Don't put me in the middle of all your fights. And I don't give a damn who's wrong or who's right. I just wanna love you both the way you loved each other when I came along. Yeah, now if I could go back in time and rewind when I was little, oh, I'd pray to God I wouldn't be stuck in the middle. Thank you. Very good. I, I think that encapsulates a lot of what I see in my practice. Yeah, thanks for, here every day. Thanks for cheering us up, TJ. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite a cheery song. Or not. Um, no, that was that was beautiful. And you you run into that. He, you put it into artistry, but it's what you deal with on a daily basis. We hear all of that stuff every day. How do, so? Switching gears. How long does it take to go through that divorce process in Georgia? And, and you know, what are grounds if somebody has does have a question about it? What 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 information should they bring to you in a divorce consultation? Things like that. Well, the, the minimum amount of time you can be divorced in the state of Georgia is thirty one days after you file the petition. Uh, what uh, what people need to bring to me is uh, one: we of course need to know when you were married and when you separated. Uh, if you have any children, probably the most important thing is uh, we need to have an accurate financial picture, which that is assets, debts. Uh, 401ks, retirement plans, uh, credit card debt, hospital debt. Uh, we need to have all that uh, laid out so we can give you a proper evaluation of your case. TJ, how do you juggle your family life with your wife, two children, right? Um, girls, boys? Uh, two girls. Two girls. How old? Uh, my oldest one just turned five yesterday, and my youngest one's three. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. How, how do you handle family life with a job and trying to do music as wide open as you can? Well, I'll say first and foremost that my wife is not like any other wives out there. My wife's been truly supportive, and she was a valedictorian at Pepperell, so she's the smart one in the family. <laughs> so if you look at my website, I didn't do that. She did. She does all my stuff for me, so which I'm very blessed. Um, but as far as that goes, I mean, a lot of times uh, I, don't, I don't play as often as I did. I traveled as far north as North Dakota and as far south as Key West, um, from January to June this year, I kind of went everywhere, and that was pretty tough being away from them for uh, long periods of time. I think I was home 15 days during that course of time, and and it was really hard to juggle at that time. But um, I kind of brought it back together and said, you know, if I come back home, obviously got to pay my bills, keep my lights on, um, and just play here kind of local every now and then. That way I can have a family life and a music life at the same time until I'm able to put them in the tour bus with me instead of the van that we drove. Well, so. Understood. Uh, you know, even Elvis Presley started in a car with three buddies. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the, yeah. the, it, it, no telling where it can go. Yeah. Um, who, uh, 
you have a you have a uh, an event coming up soon here in town, right? Yes, uh, the brew house on November twenty third. Okay, uh, so go check out TJ Cochran there. Um, back to you, um, Stephen. Um, I'm, I'm trying to logically flow from his songs the way the way it takes me back to your law practice, juvenile court. You also you also handle cases there, and and what challenges does that bring you? Well, we do. I've been uh, that was one of my first revenue streams when I started out as a young attorney. We could take uh, appointed cases in juvenile court, and it was a way to pay the bills and uh i've enjoyed it and uh have a reputation kind of as being the juvenile court attorney uh here in rome and uh there are two types of cases in juvenile court which uh, the first is delinquencies which basically is any case that if it was committed by an adult would be a crime right and okay we represent uh, families and children uh, in those matters and the, the second is dependency and basically dependency cases are the legal definition of a of a dependent child is a child that was out that is without proper parental care and control, which in layman's terms means they're not taking care of their children, and the Department of Family and Children's Services has to get involved. The main cause of that in our area is usually drug use or uh, mental health issues where the children are not being properly cared for. Did you always want to be an attorney? I mean, it's the family business, but did you <laughs> did you have a choice or? Well, I don't think it was the, the first choice of my father or myself. My father actually retired from Atlanta Gaslight Company, okay, and went back to law school uh, later in life. I think he he was only he's only been practicing probably eight or ten years longer uh, than I have been. And uh, I worked at a freight company and uh, throughout uh, college and law school, and wanted to get into management with that company, and uh, got passed over for a promotion and. Uh, so you said, said I'll well, sue them. Well, shoot. No. <laughs> I said, well, I'll see if I can get in law school. That seems like a decent gig. And here we are 25 years later, and we're doing all right. You, you, but, but, TJ, for you, it was more of a passion from way back. You said you taught yourself, taught your, you taught yourself guitar after one lesson, basically. What, who were your influences? What were you listening to growing up? And um, I have a lot of different influences. I guess probably my – biggest influence of all time with music and he's not even a songwriter is tim mcgraw okay. he was um he was the first country concert that i ever went to and i've seen all the people you know singing along to his songs at the show and i just you know got chill bumps you know it's like you know that's what i want to do with my music you know there and that kind of and he he's he's always till this day even with his Spanish songs and all the crazy stuff that he's done, he's still my guy. You know, so you like it, you love it, you want some more of it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know a little bit about Tim too. Uh, so, did the songwriting thing happen as you were growing up, or is you mentioned Rome, Georgia, how that kind of popped into your head? Mm-hmm. But so, did you always want to pursue the songwriting too, or just the performing? To be honest with you, I'm a very shy person, so um, I would probably take songwriting over performing any day, um, just because that's just, I feel like you can be more emotional in your songwriting than you can your performance. Um, I'm kind of learning the performance side of it now because I haven't been doing it quite as long, but I mean, songwriting goes back to how I have my life today. So um, I went to Pepperell, and um, I seen her, she was a freshman in the in the front office, I'm sure y'all know who Miss Knight was. <laughs> so, but uh, she was in the office talking to her, and uh, I said, "Who is that girl?" And they said, uh, "Her name's Stephanie." I said, "Oh, great!" You know, so I thought, well, the guitar is good for two things: it's good for women, and it's good for playing songs. So I wrote my, 
my wife at the time, she didn't know she was going to be my wife, but I knew she was, wrote a song called If You Were Mine. And uh, I waited, and she didn't have a clue. And I I was real big into the FFA, but they had a thing at Pepperell in the uh, chorus room, and I performed. And I said, this song's dedicated to Stephanie Barwick. And her face just got blood red. <laughs> and my face was blood red, too, because I was nervous. You know, I thought, she's going to think I'm an idiot, you know. But I sang it, and so – Every every story in my life can be put into a song, and I think everybody's can. Uh, she was a freshman. How old were you? I was a senior. Oh. Yeah, I was robbing the crater. <laughs> <laughs> do, can you give us a little bit of "If You Were Mine"? Oh yeah. Do, do you mind? This <laughs> sure. is this is what won you your wife. Yeah. <laughs> or got you started, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, How many years ago was this? I guess I graduated in '09, so <laughs> yeah, about ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. Good. I might mess up the chords. I ain't played it in forever. Oh, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. No, you're fine. <laughs> If you couldn't be my baby, you see, I'd swim down the longest river for you and me. And I'd hold you tight through the night while you cried. Now I'd do anything to say you were mine. Wow. I'm surprised I remembered all the lyrics to it. <laughs> it's been a while. That's pretty good for a senior in high school. It probably embarrassed the heck out of a freshman. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. We, if there were more love songs like that, you'd be out of business, Stephen. That's yeah. right. <laughs> hey, it's, it's worked out because me and Stephen's never met before. So me and her are still together. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so just, guys, as we kind of – Circle back around here. Let's give everybody contact information again. And maybe just, first of all, final thoughts on the Rome, Georgia business community, what it means, Stephen, for you to be a part of this community and practicing here, things like that. I love practicing in a small town. As I said earlier, you know, we've had contacts here, my family, for generations. I just like the closeness of it. Everybody seems to know everyone. And uh, I think it just makes life a lot simpler, a lot easier. And your your contact information, one more time, you, you touched on something there that's going to help take us out of the podcast, but go ahead, your contact information. Uh, phone number 706-235-0005, uh, website stephenvbennett.com. And that's Stephen with a V. That is with a V. <laughs> stephenvbennett.com. Yep. And you mentioned Rome's a simpler kind of life. Come on, TJ. Simple kind of life. Oh yeah. yeah, first song I ever had on the radio. <laughs> can, can you give me a little bit of that? As we first of all, your contact information because sure. this is going to take us out. Okay, www.tjcochran.com for booking tjcochranmusic at gmail.com. All Sorry. right, and uh, you just go ahead and thank thank everybody for listening. We'll give this about thirty to forty five seconds, and uh, this is am I saying it right? Simple kind of life, yes. TJ Cochran, mm-hmm. and uh, thank you all for listening. Go ahead, TJ. We'd skip rocks down at Cedar Creek, swing from a rope tied to a tree. We'd pitch a tent in our old backyard and catch lightning bugs in a mason jar. Daddy wore us out when we stepped out of line. Mama's the reason we bowed our heads at night. We'd sit around and listen to Grandpa's stories. Stomping boots and slinging mud A little rowdy but a lot of fun Where your roots run deep Your stars hang low A man's word is as good as gold You nod your head as you pass by 
It's a simple kind of love. Thank you all. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you.